the Spanish announce table. You have found Pro Wrestling's best podcast. This is the Spanish announce table. I'm Tim. That's Tom. If you've listened or watched this show live a lot, you're probably saying to yourself, what? It's Wednesday night. Fellas, you always, always, always broadcast live Thursday nights at exactly 7.15 on the dot every single week. What gives? Why are you doing it Wednesday night after AEW Dynamite? And the answer to that is very simple. It's not wrestling related. But tomorrow, Thursday, during our normal recording time of Pro Wrestling's Best Podcast, the Kansas City Chiefs, that is to say the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, will be kicking off their NFL regular season against the cowardly Lions. Oh, scratch that. Sorry, I read that wrong. The Detroit Detroit Lions. Um, Tom, so we're going to do the show tonight instead because we're going to watch and pray at the altar of St. Patrick the Magnificent. Yeah, you want us to keep doing it on our regular scheduled time and uh, miss the Chiefs game live in in action. Got to uh, give us some us. money. Yeah, you got to yeah. give us some money. Donate on on our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. But run it back. It's the run it back tour, and this going to be great. I tell you what, to get to the Super Bowl, you got to get through week one. Week one on a Thursday night against the good old Detroit Lions, whose last playoff victory, uh, <laughs> President JFK saw. Yep, that's a real fucking fact. So that organization, really killing it. I mean, look, they've had Calvin Johnson. They had Barry Sanders. They've also had an 0-16 season, uh, and they have Jared Goff as quarterback. So, fuck them. Um, yeah, but they're yeah, going to Yeah. Oh, we're missing Chris Jones? Yeah. Are we don't missing need Travis Kelsey? Don't yeah. need him. Well, we need him, but we don't need him for this game. Like, right. we, I don't want the whole season. Don't like, need him for, for the Cal- – yeah. sorry, Detroit Lions. What's the cool kids say? What's the cool kids say? Oh, this is our light work. This is our light work. Take care of my light work. We're going to have Jarek McKinnon fucking receive 200 yards and Isaiah Pacheco run for 150 on your bitch asses. I'm going to write that down. The cool kids say that? You promise? I think so, yeah. Okay. Light right. work. Take <laughs> light care of my work. light work. Is that like well, L-I-T-E or L-I-G-N-E? Well, it doesn't so matter. It doesn't Swerve matter. said it. Ah, yeah, well, Swerve, Swerve said it. It's got to be cool. It is cool. You so know if I, mean? I say it, I'll be just like Swerve. 100%. Awesome. I'm going to do that. I'm going to tell people that, yeah. too. Do you, yep. Have you heard of Swerve Strickland? I'm kind of just like that guy. Light work. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say if you put your picture and his picture side by side, they can't tell the difference. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who would? Yeah. Hair's the same. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Todd. Again, we're big with Jeff's. Jeffrey Sills is in the chat. Jeffrey Todd is in the chat. He says, it's always good to see you, gentlemen. Detroit, cowardly, same thing. Jeffrey Sills says, what up, boys? Cannot wait to talk about this episode of Dynamite, which we're going to talk about. Stay tuned. The all-out pay-per-view, which we're also going to talk about. Stay tuned. And the biggest news of the year, Tony Khan cures cancer. Just maybe he can cure yours, Tom. And we, we, I think we need to point out again, Tom doesn't have cancer. Don't have cancer. I do have a tumor. It's benign. It hurts a lot. It's sitting on a nerve bundle. And that's why I'm going through all of this is because it's too deep in the muscle to remove and it can grow, which it has. That fucking sucks. Um, And it's close enough to my heart to where even though it's not cancerous, it can go and cause scar tissue on the heart and all of that fun stuff. So that's why I was doing the uh, chemo. That's why I'm currently doing the radiation. Mm -hmm. And let's take a quick pause to talk about that real quick. 
We, unfortunately, not to disappoint all the Jeffs in the world, um, we are not going to be doing the podcast the next two weeks. Reason being, Tim is going out of town, out of country, Mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. And I am going through the last two weeks of radiation, which is the last two hardest things I have to do, uh, hopefully with this whole tumor situation. Um, so I will not have the energy or capacity to even talk to Tim. And if Tim's not there, I don't have the capacity to talk to myself. Yes. So uh, we're taking two weeks off. Um, when we come back, and we'll talk about this when we get to our all-out picks, most likely Tim will be mm. just the most fashionable wear possible. Mm. We'll get to that more later. Foreshadowing. But... Good old black t-shirts. Yeah. Programming (laughs) note. uh, The next two weeks we are off, but we will still stay with the social media. I still have enough energy to do a match of the day, all of that stuff. So don't leave us. Still hang out. Stay tuned to the social media sphere. And if you're not following us on social medias, we're on pretty much all of them. You can go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net and the links are there, right? We're on the Twitters, Mm -hmm. the YouTubes, the TikToks. Yep, X, the Facebook, the Instagrams. It's Twitter, Yeah, it's Twitter. I know. Don't fall into this. I know. You're not. I dumb. just like seeing somebody posted on X like they were out of their minds high. Well, <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. sometimes that's true. <laughs> now, the idea of saying, hey, what are you doing? You're like, I'm on X. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that is. But it's not. It's right. it's Twitter. It's Twitter. Yeah. So it's Twitter. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Programming note there. Two weeks we're off. Um, but Tim. Yeah. Let's keep on moving with the show. Uh, and, uh, I guess I'll just tee it up to you because you have a lot to say. I'm kind of. So, yeah. So we always like to start the show off by a talking to our fans, right? And we have some tweet the tables, but we're going to pause on those and we're going to save those. We also like to hop in the Spanish announced time machine where we go back in time. You know, we take a little trip and we talk about some things that happened on this day in pro wrestling history, but we also got to put a slight pause on that because we, we don't want to bury the lead this week, right? And I'm not even talking about AEW All Out, as great as that was. We're still going to talk about that later in the show and AEW Dynamite. But the biggest news in a while. I know we keep saying this a lot lately, but it feels like it keeps coming. One of the most joyous things that I saw in wrestling this week was CM Punk was fired. This guy got Fired. Like, all right, if we're going to be the Bobby Heaton School of Journalism here and try to be professional, CM Punk's contract was terminated by AEW, Tony Khan specifically, who said in a press release that it's his decision alone, but it was after their investigation was reviewed by their disciplinary team and a group of outside legal counsel, to which both reported a unanimous decision that CM Punk's contract should be terminated. And Tony Khan fell, you know, followed up on that by saying, thanks for everything. You're an integral part. Best of luck in your future endeavors, which he didn't say, which God bless, man, I wish he would have said that. Or, or what he could have said, what I would have said if I was Tony Khan, because I like to be a little petty bitch is uh, tell me when I'm telling lies, you no longer have a contract in AEW. Yeah, Wouldn't so that been the exclamation point on that whole fucking thing. Oh, if he wanted to go into business for himself and turn the like Brett screwed Brett into his own thing, that line would have doubled down and would have oh, and 
man, if he really wanted to, he could have said, tell me when I'm telling lies. CM Punk is no longer employed by AEW. And then you hit the Young Bucks music and they both do the pose and Tony Khan walks in between them to the ring. Yeah. Oh, then you're getting all the... Uh, yeah, and listen, this has sparked an immense amount of online controversy. As one could guess... Everywhere CM Punk goes, that follows, right? An immense amount of online controversy. Well, okay. Um, no, you go first. You go first. Because I got <laughs> I, I got just an observation from someone who just views him as, like, fine. So you, you've got more stronger takes than I do. So I'll let you kind of I'm just, jump off. Look, I mean, it's no secret that we're not the biggest fans of Phil Brooks, right? You have even said you're a bigger fan of the CM Punk character than I really mm. ever was. Mm. And that's fine. Um, but the Phil Brooks guy, it's been clear, is kind of a douchebag. I even empathized with him, or sympathized, whatever the correct term may be in this situation, when he first was kind of leaving WWE, right? When he was doing the walkout thing for real, he was getting that that lawsuit. I was like, yeah, fuck the machine, right? Like, they, they treat people like shit. Fuck them, right? But then, as stories kept coming out and how he treated kind of Colt Cabana thing, it was like, oh, this guy's a fucking douche who won't ever let anything go, right? And then I kind of forgot about that. Then AEW comes around. We get the story, the return, everything's going great, honeymoon love story. But the guy just could not help himself, right? It is all about him. He is the self-professed locker room leader and anybody that says otherwise, we've got a problem and I talk shit, but if you say anything bad about me and the people online that are defending this guy to no end saying like, well, they started it and he's just retaliating. Right. And it, do people not understand what was said in the context of this press release? The company's discipline team and outside legal counsels, that means fucking lawyers, corporate HR lawyers, after talking to nearly everybody seemingly that's come into contact with CM Punk during the time he was there in AEW, all gave a unanimous decision that doesn't come because the guy was unfairly picked on, guys. Wake wow. the fuck up, right? Like, well, come on. Well, do you know who the disciplinary committee was? Well, oh, I mean, I've seen the, the yeah, that's not real. <laughs> so, like, but I mean, the vice president, it could be. I mean, maybe, well, maybe one of them is. Yeah, but in that setting, I would hope they recuse themselves. Who knows? But that would be what great if it was Kenny Omega, going. Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. What if that's the swerve where they're like, so you wanted to know what their executive vice president uh, roles were? It's the. Well, and, and the outside legal counsel is smart Mark Sterling. Yeah. I, <laughs> right? They all get up there. It was me. <laughs> Tony Khan. It was me, Phil. It's me all the time. Um, yeah, man, listen. I have figured some of this out. I, I, some, I sent you a video earlier today where I said, the people who like CM Punk versus the people who are like Team Young Bucks and Team Hangman. We're not even the biggest Young Buck fans, but I'd say we're Team Elite on this situation. Is because those guys are fucking fun. The characters are fun, right? Even if we thought the Young Bucks were dorks, they're having fun, right? They're engaging, they're connecting with folks. Their goal is to have fun and have a good product. CM Punk and the guys who like him seem to not enjoy that. They seem to think... 
we must maintain. I, I gotta look hard, and I can't have anybody disrespect me, and there's a fucking pecking order. I keep seeing this talk about people like, back in the day, there's no enforcers. Jack Perry would have been handled and stuff. It's like, CM Punk was nearly handled several times back in the day when he was in WWE. We hear stories about it all the time. This self-professed guy who's like, I'm the locker room leader. We've heard the Booker T story where he's like, fuck you, bitch, basically, right? And disregarded him in the moment. Like, the guy is a loud mouth, self-fuck, like, low self-esteem, can't take shit being dished out to him, little baby bitch. And that's all he's been since he's been here. And listen, all I had to hear was unanimous decision from all these people after having talked to everybody. That means... These little, where somebody provoked him and he retaliated, aren't the isolated incidents that you guys are like, oh my God, I can't believe you're firing him for that. It's everything, and those were the final straw. Like, yeah, guys, come on. Like, fucking pay attention here. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. Yeah, my thought on CM Punk taking a step back is I just don't know what he can do next. Is because at every turn, he's always been given the opportunity. So go back to when he was in Ring of Honor and it was the the banging of the drum of oh WWE would never give him the opportunity. He's straight edge. He's doing counterculture. And WWE said, come on in. Let's do it. Oh, okay. Well, WWE is never gonna make him champion. Oh, they would never They're do that. Silencing me. Here's a live mic. Well, here's the belt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but he will never have like a match with someone he's comfortable with. There's Daniel Bryan. You two can go out there. Oh, okay. Well, Both I, champions. Yeah. yeah. Well, he won't get like a signature match at WrestleMania. You want the undertaker before the streak was broke? Not. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're not going to let me do this last thing that I, I guess I want. And so I'm going to leave. Right. And then he says, well, I'm tough. I bet you I could fight. And the UFC goes, want to come here? And he goes, okay. And then he goes 0-2, and he gets fired from there. And then this little upstart promotion, All Elite Wrestling, comes out, and he, let's not forget, was like, this will never work. Oh, I've seen money marks in the past. This would never work. And then... All of a sudden, he changes his tune, and he comes in, and he's like, well, now here's the counterculture. I'm happy, punk. I'm back to wrestling. This is great. And then people were like, okay, so, like, what's up now? And he's like, well, the reason everything isn't as great as I said, it's because of these people. And it's like, but you're given – here's your opportunity. Legitimately, before all this really popped off, maybe there's stuff bubbling underneath the surface – However, let's also go back to CM Punk's Instagram and the week before All Out, which we were at, there is a picture CM Punk posted flexing in front of the Young Bucks. So let's not act like they hated each other before All Out, right? So then he does this friction thing to say, like, it was never me, it was them. And they even said, here's the belt. Here's the belt. And when he got it, the first thing he had to say was, it, it could have been better if these people were doing their job. And it's at every opportunity. 
Like it's white privilege. If you really want to say what it is at every opportunity, he's got what he wanted and it was never good enough because when it was time to like put your money where your mouth is, as the phrase goes, he just couldn't do it. So look, look, he had a kind of a movie career that really went nowhere. I guess he's on a, that heels show. He wrote comic books that no one read. He's out of WWE. He's definitely out of WWE. Let's not forget again, reporting is reporting is reporting, but enough people said it to where I believe there's where there's smoke, there's fire. Apparently he hated William Regal. Uh, so that's not going to go over well because guess who's over in WWE William Regal. Uh, he's not coming back to AEW anytime soon. I he's, he can't leave Chicago. So he's not going to new Japan for Christ's sake. And well, no one and else like, can afford them. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Yeah, like, was he going to go to Impact? Like, I, and he, like, I just, I need better answers. Again, what the fuck is it? Is it just that he talks shit? Because surprise, guys, he doesn't even really do that at like an elite level. He does it, I would say, at like a top level, right? But like, he used borrowed lines all the fucking time. He fucking mm-hmm. just is an angry piss ant and he just lets that flow. And that's why he's seemingly good at talking shit. But what the fuck else is there? As we've talked about, he is an atrocious athlete. He's not calling him an athlete is a misnomer and kind of an abuse of the fucking word. His storytelling, like in ring, when people are like, Oh my God, that was a great match. When people are like, when he did his goddamn tribute where he stole a move for move fucking match from Bret Hart. What the fuck are we talking about? What the fuck does this guy bringing other than you see yourself in him in this idea that you think you should be able to walk around and fucking push people around and talk shit. But the moment somebody does to it's like heresy and how fucking dare they? That's the only reason I think people like that is because they want to see somebody like themselves fucking get over and win in the world and not have to suffer fucking consequences, which is what CM Punk is doing again because he can't shut his fucking mouth when somebody says something negative about him. For fuck's sake, he's a baby. Well, the thing that I find interesting really more recently than I can think of is... If you go back to when he was doing the voice of the voiceless and he was like playing with Triple H's uh, tie during a promo and he was putting his feet up like he was doing now he was doing it more uh, maliciously, but he was doing the fun things that we talk about that the Young Bucks were doing again. Young Bucks were doing more tongue in cheek. It's remnant of early DX, right? right? We're going to call it the Melter Driver. (laughs) Punk was doing that, but more like, you're going to fucking touch me, right? Right. But he was pushing up against this this uh, uh, traditional way of doing pro wrestling. But then when he gets to AEW, and this is, again, what a thing that Punk and people like Punk, I'm not saying he's the only one, but Punk and people like Punk like to do when things don't work out is he was that guy, right? So throughout his entire career he's the one that's calling kevin nash old and didn't know that he was even alive and all of this stuff right yeah f- never but had then, respect for the elders ever once well, voicefully well, like against it even well but when he gets to aw and now the tables have turned and the the jack perry's of the world the i'm not I'm, you know i'm just using him as the example hangman right are saying like Hey man, no, we don't kind of like the way we do that. 
Now, all of a sudden, you don't listen to Terry Funk? Yeah, you I know. I know. I know. JBL? And it's like, I know. wait a minute. When, like, certainly he shit-talked people of those same eras, just maybe not those folks in some of his right. promos and things. And that's the point of it. It's like he just, like, well, the, the hypocrisy out of CM mm-hmm. Punk is so blazing that I can I, I say to people, like, dude. You're not like you picked a side. You don't care what he fucking says. He could come out and yeah. say you're stupid and you don't care. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yeah, yeah, CM yeah. Punk. And, yeah. and and look, most of these people seem to like CM Punk. Seem to be cosplaying him anyway. You ever notice how these motherfuckers try to look like him too? They're wearing the fucking shirt. They got the tats. Mm-hmm. They got the fucking fake ass goddamn stubble. The thing, the thing that I would ask Punk to do, and I'm being dead serious in this, is like if I ever had his ear, which hey, Ace Steel's around here, maybe I talk to Ace Steel and get to talk to Punk. I don't yeah, know. Let's do an interview. Well, well, that yeah. would be heated. Well, <laughs> well, I would just no. This would be the the question I would ask. I would say, you say that you are a, a studier of Terry Funk, right? I mean, he's even said that. He even said. Oh, Hangman doesn't listen to advice. Like he wouldn't listen to Terry Funk, right? He even name drops Terry Funk. Probably would have listened to Terry Funk. Sure well, the, to regardless, yeah. regardless, yeah. what I would tell him is, do you listen to Terry Funk? Because look at the career that Terry Funk had. He took similar to AEW, but even on a smaller scale, ECW, which had way more personalities and way crazier shit happening in the back, which I'm going to guess Terry Funk wasn't the most keen on and he said no i'm going to spearhead this and be that superstar figure to where people will pay attention to this right i'm going to main event the very first pay-per-view then he goes to wwe after that becomes part of the job squad terry fucking funk go back it was him too cold scorpio hardcore holly i think was also in it but he's doing it because hey these other guys need some shine they obviously know who the fuck I am, so I'm gonna I'm gonna help out here. But Punk never felt like he had he did that. The times that Punk <laughs> helped out was send Hook because you know what that means. Hook's cool, and I'm gonna attach my name to Hook. And that's the part where it's like I don't think you ever actually listened to Terry Funk. I think you saw what he did, but then said, "How can I do what he did and make it to my advantage?" So I would ask him if we ever got a chance to talk to him. I would say, you watch uh, Terry Funk, but do you? And then I would just leave it to there. Yeah. And then I'd let him talk himself into a corner. Yeah. You know, I just need, like, you know, I saw somebody post, you know, in CM Punk's defense, a phrase saying stop, or it said maybe don't make uh, backyard wrestlers EVPs. But again, the CM Punk fans, like, isn't this where CM Punk was born of? Didn't he come out of his own fucking backyard? Isn't that like his claim to fame and his big fucking like why he's a like why he's one of us, right? Yeah, Guys, I, this is what I'm talking about though with the CM Punk thing, right? Like everything about CM Punk has always been me, 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 me. And then somebody goes, I don't know, man. You just said this, but said another thing that it was like, bitch, oh my God, what the fuck? How could you fucking say so? Fuck you. I'm out of here. I fucking quit. Like, Jesus Christ, what a dick. What a dick. I'm so glad he's gone because I don't want to fuck. Like, the guy is, he, dude, I don't think we've ever seen, CM Punk doesn't exist. We've only ever seen Phil Brooks, and I just don't ever want to see this guy again. Yeah, I, I think where a lot of his frustration, especially in AEW, maybe come 
comes from is he was the guy that look again, he was always given the opportunity, but he was always the guy that said, it'll be better if you just listen to me. And then they said, okay. Yeah. And then it didn't necessarily get better. Right. Right. Like look at the ratings of dynamite. They were good. They spiked. I'm not going to act like he wasn't a part of anything. They spiked, but then they were fine. He left, and then they've kind of been hovering where he was at the entire time. So it's not as if he was taking them from 800,000 views to 2 million, right? Which he kept on saying, not that specific figure, but the, if you let me be in charge, then we will go to the promised land. And it's like at every chance. No, we don't. Yeah. No, you don't. And I think when it's put up or shut up and it's like, well, hey, man, you said that these results were going to come in. That's then when he says, well, it's everyone else here. But here's why that should have been easy to foresee. Because what happened in the interim between the big WWE time and the AW time is we didn't fucking hear shit from the guy. He wasn't taking over Hollywood. He wasn't on the goddamn Tonight Show. He wasn't fucking filling in for fucking Jimmy Kimmel. Nobody fucking likes this guy. Well, hold on. He was in the UFC. He tried. Yeah, no, but you get what I mean? Like, again, after he got bitch slapped a couple times during those downtimes, right? Like, yeah, he was on that fucking Talking Dead show for a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? Like, but I mean, he's not a megastar. He's not a walking household name around the world. Like, he seems to think he is. And -hmm. some people seem to vehemently think that, too. They're like, well, y'all are fucked now. And it's like, dude, again, some of y'all... Why are you watching just because you think numbers matter and shit like that, right? Like, I'm not watching because I think the numbers are high or because I think I was watching the shows before CM Punk came around. I'm going to keep watching them afterwards. In fact, I didn't watch Collision when it was the CM Punk show. Yeah. Well, I mean, those people just need the ah, quick side tangent. And then let's wrap it up because I don't want to go all night on this uh, because we're saying the same thing. But uh, the people that are like, oh, did you know that like 25,000 people or whatever it was, 100,000 people turned the TV after uh, Tony Khan made his announcement about CM Punk? Here's what I'll say. You, person, whoever that person is, are the same people who want to know who Kim Kardashian's dating. But you, you chastise those people and you can't see that it's the same fucking thing. You guys are just reading US Weekly or the gossip pages or page six. That's all it is. So, like, you hey, know listen, my thoughts on that, but like, yeah, it's fucking dumb. Listen, if 600,000 people stopped watching Collision, but it's 600,000 people who are like, CM Punk's the greatest and can do no wrong, well, then I don't give a shit. Like, I don't, don't well, watch the same thing I'm watching. I'm fine with that. Why would I ever give a shit? Well, yeah, now that is a, yeah, that's a different story where it's just, I've never cared about the, look, obviously I want the business to do well so that it can continue to entertain me. But if it doesn't entertain you or more people are entertained by this other thing, I don't, yeah. I don't here's I a don't simple care. equation. All right. All right. If, if having CM Punk meant 5 million more people watch that show every week, but every week I got to hear about CM Punk getting pissed yeah. off at somebody in catering, banning right. them from the fucking show, fucking tr- threatening to sue them and causing issues. Then no, I don't value that. And it's weird that you would. It's fucking weird that you would. Like mm-hmm. answer me to that. How is it not fucking weird that that would matter to you and make you think like I should watch this more now because more people 
<laughs> like like it even yeah. though he's a dick it's so weird let's uh let's wrap yeah. up with some comments here from jeffrey sills he's gonna say cm punk thinks he's better than everyone and above the brand i think we kind of said that uh he says yep. i'm not gonna say that his matches yep. were bad because they weren't bad yes they were yeah hey no this they're is bad what i'm gonna say look the samoa joe versus cm punk match at all in was good i enjoyed it i liked it but let's not forget that at the collision before that he couldn't do his own finisher. That's why he had to do the Pepsi plunge because he can't do the GTS anymore. You remember but, him trying to do the, the, uh, the fucking buckshot lariat and shit. Oh <laughs> yeah. And look now he's old. Right. But like, even before that, watch his, watch his big elbows where he's like flailing through the air like a fucking newborn. Anyhow, uh, then let's see what else he says here. Uh, but TK gave him everything he wanted after he buried the company. He still shit up. Well, because he's a loser. Um, and then he says, I think the UFC experience fucked him, uh, fucked him up and gave him a false sense of being a tough guy when he's really not. Which is crazy because he fucking was sucked so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. He got chumped yeah. out. Tim, I thought I was so fucking tough. Like, I walked around this city at 25 years old, like, motherfuckers, if I touch your chin, you ain't doing shit. And I walked into Glory MMA and Fitness, and 125-pound Tim Elliott wore me like a fucking hat for 10 minutes, and I realized, Yeah, he did that to everybody that walked in front of him. I'm fucked. And then I said, well, okay. He was a Division One national championship wrestler. That's everybody but Tim Elliott. Yeah, everyone but Tim Elliott. <laughs> and then Sharkbait fucking demolished my leg. All right, everyone like, well. but Tim Elliott and Sharkbait. <laughs> and then James Krause tapped me out six times in three minutes. You are I'm talking like, about some really accomplished MMA fighters here. Well, what, what I'm saying is look at them, though. Are they, are they fucking getting the award for looking good, getting off the getting bus? Getting off the bus, not necessarily, right? And so fucking come on, punk, you piece of shit. I, anyhow, so this is what I'm going to say. Let's wrap it up with this. A wise woman once said, and I'll leave CM Punk with these wise words. Chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoes. <laughs> more on that later. Fucking love Tony Storm. Can't wait to talk more about her. But yeah, CM Punk got fired. Toast. Everybody raise a glass. <laughs> So long, farewells, all that jazz. Mm. What a what fun we blip. Get to next? What a fun blip. All right, well, let's talk about a top five list, right? We introduced Tom's Ooh. top five last week, and we want to talk again about Tom's top five. We're going to have a new category this week, and Tom's going to give you a top five list, and you can shit on it or you can applaud it. We won't sue you. We won't kick you out of the show like CM Punk, right? You can stay mm. here. You can talk to us. You know, minus some normal rules of decorum, of course, right? So... Tom, do you have your top five ready to go? Tom's top five. Insert graphic right. here in the future. Yeah. All right. We're going to start five to one. I'm trying to do this in actual order. So uh, last one I kind of didn't do because I thought they were all great. and I didn't really want to do it. But this one I kind of feel pretty firm and sane. Uh, outside looking in, a little OLI, uh, CM Punk, but I didn't put him in there. Um, number five. Yeah. Five. Lex Luger. He sucked. Look, (laughs) he got, similar to Punk, every goddamn opportunity everywhere. NWA with Ric Flair. Okay. 
WWE with Vince McMahon Smoky as the Mountain. Lex Express. Right, yeah. you know, like, yeah. As the Lex Express. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Nope. That fucking sucks too. We're going to go with Bret Hart. You know how bad you have to fucking suck that they pivot to Bret Hart? That miserable twat. Yes, yeah, so if they were like, now we're going to put the world title on Roderick Storm instead of say to you, you'd be like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Next strong out there. Man, we got to talk about that. We'll get that. Next strong. Uh, then he goes to WCW and he's like, hey, Hogan. This is where the big boys play. And they said, shut the fuck up and go to the back of the line. Then they gave him the title for one night and said, well, that was stupid and took it right off of him. So he's number five. Number four. The narcissist. Forget about the the narcissist. narcissist. (laughs) Well, yeah, because it fucking was bad. It it was a good game. Bobby Heenan couldn't even save this guy. (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing, one other thing that I just didn't like about Lex Luger matches, he made the same noise, whether it was on offense or defense. So if you hit him, it was, oh, and then if he hits you, it's, oh, and it's like, if I just listen to this, I don't know what's happening. Justin Floor says in the chat, and I hope my boss is watching, he says, I can't trust anyone whose favorite wrestler is Bret Hart. I mean, it's facts. It's facts. All right, let's keep it moving. With the next uh, num- facts. Yes, sir. Uh, number four, this is going to be a little bit controversial, but it's more so of step away from the moment that he was creating and watch it. And it fucking was dog shit. And even though, honestly, he's probably the first independent pro wrestler to make a name for himself. It fucking sucked. Uh, but number four. Four. Sabu. Mm. Sabu. Mm fucking sucked yeah look yeah i i before you go into your thing i look i i didn't watch ecw week in and week out but i appreciated ecw for what it was and could catch a time or two but i always never got the thing i was like sabu really guys like i don't get it it was it was a lot of all sizzle no steak for me where you point up, you have the headdress, you have Bill Alfonso after he turns on Taz with the whistle, you have him being this guy that could attack his own tag team partner in RVD. Yeah, all that. But then it's, he tries his uh, springboard backflip and he can't because he lost his balance and he's got to get down. Let's do it again. Oh, still did it. So guess what? I'm just going to jump forward. Oh, did I miss you? Fuck. And, like, you can't watch Sabu matches back. Meanwhile, he always looks like the guy at the VFW that wants to borrow a cigarette from you. You know what I mean? Well, he probably did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sabu. Again, I, I definitely applaud him for creating the name that he did in a time where internet didn't exist. That's incredible. Oh, but yeah. I, no, and I get his, like, his contributions to that time right. and, and, and what he means right. to folks. But, like, I was like, whatever, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was bad. It was bad. I'm interested so. to hear you say that. I don't think we've ever had that conversation. I never really voiced that about Sabu for think because I knew you were an ECW guy. I didn't want to like. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I didn't want to get the ire of Tom. <laughs> he sucked. Uh, again, I like the presentation, but I will still stand firm to the all sizzle no steak. Number three, and it's just what the fuck? Okay. Three. What the fuck? What the now, fuck? Two and one are going to be more what the fuck than this. But still, I don't get how this fucking thing happened. And like, it was a moment in time. JBL? Fuck him. What did he do good? (sighs) Well, he did do this. Put your little fat chubby redneck hands together. 
<laughs> that might well, be the I mean, best that, thing he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was after his wrestling. APA. Career. I'll say I liked APA, but that's about well, it. Cause it. Yeah, because he shut the fuck up. Yeah. And he was with a real. Then he was just kicking ass, things. drinking beers, and playing cards and smoking cigars. Well, and, and you gonna talk shit to him when Ron Simmons is standing next yeah, to him? Yeah, who would fuck you up? Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, Ron Simmons co-signs on you, so I'm not going to talk shit to your face, but as soon as you leave, I'm telling everyone that you smell like yeah, shit. Yeah, man, I remember very distinctly having a conversation. This guy, I mean, we got to travel back to fucking 2001 or two. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to a friend of mine who lived a couple houses down, right, and we would go watch uh, Raw together and stuff. And uh, I had mentioned somebody, I was like, somebody unrelated to jbl i was like i was like that's the fucking worst person i hate when this person like i don't like anything about this wrestler and he was like oh he's like for me that's bradshaw and i was like bradshaw and he's like fuck bradshaw he was like he's the fucking worst i never ever want to see that guy on my tv he's fucking worthless nothing and i was like yeah bradshaw isn't good you're right but i never thought about him that way right and this is pre-jbl right so we're talking mm-hmm. bradshaw oh well, yeah. you know what i mean Black like Jeff bradshaw Morgan. bradshaw yeah and I was like, yeah, he sucks, but to have that kind of vitriol hatred. But, oh, I got it later. And I always think back to that kid. Don't know where he's at now. Don't know. You know what I mean? I haven't ever found him on Facebook or anything like that. Don't know anything yeah. about the guy. But, like, I remember him being like, fuck that guy. He's the worst. And, oh, how right he was. Well, and the other thing that I put him on here for overrated is, yeah, he had the clothesline from hell. But that's because he's a fucking bully. Like, yeah. it was a bully move. And, yeah, he was big. But fuck you. He just yeah. had no regard for the person he was wrestled. And then said, oh, what are you going to do? Like, then bullied him backstage if they're like, hey, man, you hit me pretty yeah. fucking hard out there when I gave you my chest. You know then, what I mean? Then he turned into a Fox News dickhead. So fuck that guy. Well, yeah, then the real person. But I'm just talking about the fucking character. Fucking sucked. All right, let's keep it moving. Number two. Two. Honestly, probably the most impactful overrated wrestler of all time. Cause people still fucking buy his action figures and quote them and fucking ultimate warrior. Oh Go yeah. Fuck yourself. You dude, you know how fucking bad you have to be when on his deathbed, Andre, the giant is like, I'm fucking this guy up. Cause he's a piece of shit. Like Andre was just giving his body to everyone. Hey, Harley race. Andre loved everybody. He's like, take people yeah. fishing. He was, he loved yeah. people. Yeah, he's like, hey, uh, Harley, you want to body slam me? Cool. Hogan, you want to body slam me? Cool. Hey, Junkyard Dog, you want to body slam me? Cool. Hey, Ultimate Warrior, go fuck yourself. Fucking hate that guy. <laughs> and then what What did he do? What was What was it? What was it? Hogan carried him? Hogan carried him in a fucking match? That's what we're going to remember? Oh, he had face paint? He had, wasn't even the fucking coolest guy in the 90s with face paint. That was Sting. Fuck Ultimate Warrior. He was now you want to talk about JBL being a Fox News dickhead, uh, Ultimate Warrior being a if you ain't fucking lifting weights and eating eggs out of a chicken's asshole, then go fuck yourself, gays. Like, fuck yeah. him. Yeah. He, and, the, and the Warrior Award. Hey, hey, everyone, my spirit of racism and sexism and homophobia will live forever. Well, let's name an award after him. Fuck you and that company. Yeah, that needs to be the Titus O'Neil Award. We've said that before already. When Titus O'Neil won that award, we were like, can we rename it the Titus O'Neil Award? Look, I got my opinions on Titus O'Neil, but that's for a different day. Oh, did, did uh, he do something I'm not aware of? No, no, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. He's done nothing, which is maybe why I don't like him. Well, that's uh, what we were talking about. We were like, the Warrior Award, fuck the Warrior. 
Titus O'Neil's the dad. He's the guy who go, goes and does all the like charity things. So fucking make it the Titus O'Neil Award, not the Warrior Award, and just fucking send it on the way. Because I think we were just like fucking take off the Warrior. Yeah. Now if we've got take a better, it, we can come yeah. up with something better than Titus O'Neil. Right, yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is something we said years ago, by the way. So who knows what's changed since then? Oh, it, nothing. Nothing. Nothing with Titus O'Neil. I'll share oh. it with you off air because it's not appropriate right now. Um, but uh. Rename everything Warrior. Fuck Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. Fucking anything. Warrior Ward. Fuck him. Piece of shit and shitty wrestler. When the fucking calling card is that Hulk Hogan carried you through a match, mm-hmm. man, brother, that ain't good because Hulk Hogan wasn't a five star clinic. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. And then here we go. One. <laughs> you this guys is fun. I kind of like it. Yeah. You guys know it. Mm. And honestly, I'm, I don't know. What, oh, well, I, made I think this, I do know it. Yeah, I made this before all in. And now maybe I want to switch it. But I'm saying it firm because I made it when I made it. And so I'm saying it with my chest. Jeff Jarrett sucks. He <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking sucks. Because here's the thing. I was waiting for, for a pause. I was like, is he going Bret Hart or Jeff Jarrett? But then I was like, okay, once you mentioned all in, I was like, we got Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing. The other four fucking sucked. But you could legitimately say, you could make an argument that I could not beat you at over the course of time. Like, long enough, you would just, I would concede it, right? The other four drew money. Ultimate Warrior, main event at WrestleMania, JBL, carried SmackDown as their champion for Even CM Punk draws money, right? You're yeah. outside looking in, yeah. Yeah, Sabu was one of the figureheads of a promotion that lives forever. And Lex Luger was the man, the main guy in NWA, WCW and WWF. So, but with Jeff Jarrett, the one time he was the man, the company lost $20 million. Tom, the chat is angry with you. They are, (laughs) they are, they are, they cannot believe Justin forces. How dare you? Jeffrey still says no with at least 12 O's. Theo P wants to know, how can you crap on NWO 2000? Multiple exclamation points. Are you trying to tell me the fucking group that was uh, spearheaded by Jeff Jarrett and Bret Hart? (laughs) That group? When I was researching for on this day, which stay tuned for, you know, our trip back in time. There was one where it was like NWO Wolfpack was involved in a match against NWO Hollywood, and it had, it was like Hogan, Bret Hart, and Stevie Ray, and I was like, "Good, <laughs> that's some shits right there." And Jeffrey Sills, let me correct you on a fact. Uh, I did not say the number one who sucks. I think he sucks. I am saying though, if you think he's good, that's fine. But well, what I will argue on though is he is overrated. That is the list. I look me saying someone sucks or someone uh, is good. This re- it was irrelevant. It's overrated as far as how much money did they actually draw when given the opportunity and given the spots and time to say this is who I am. Fucking sucked again. Sucked, but he, what did he do? Tell me the thing he did. He gave AJ Styles a platform. That's cool, but he was trying to take the belt off of him every ten minutes. So. What did he do? What did he do? TNA? That's a piece of shit name. You know why? how I know? Because fucking Scott Demore renamed it to Impact. That fucking fat Canadian was like, nope, not good enough for me. Impact. Like, 
Get the fuck out of here. Jeff Jarrett didn't. What is he going to sell you gold? Is that who's fucking arguing with me over here? The people that bought uh, Global Force gold? Theo P says, I would buy a $20 CM Punk ice cream bar, take a bite out of it, and smash it over T-Mac's head for dissing on the chosen one. Well, you know what? You'd be out of 20 bucks and a black eye. So <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to do that. Hey, fun fact, Tom's swinging with the right right now. So that's the only tip I'm going to give you. <laughs> right here. Look, I just need one. But Tom's got oh, educated I feet. I always hated that oh, fucking Oh, God, term. <laughs> yeah. What, did they go to fucking Harvard, Jim? That's the thing they always said about CM Punk, right? The educated feet. And I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. First of all, them feet oh. look really dumb. Especially yeah, with them kick a... pads on or whatever the fuck you're... Look like yeah. you just got done riding a dirt bike. Come in here. Oh, God. <laughs> and his fucking kick to the head. Even in, in WWE, but in AEW. Good God, it was bad. Um, fuck out of here, punk. Ugh. He's so unathletic. What makes... Uh, that just... OLI. Because, again, he sold out the United Center on a return. I can't say... Yeah, no. It was one of the loudest pops I've heard. I'm going to give that. Yeah. Like, them Chicago fucks love them some Sam Punk. Well, no, they also like pizza they? bread for some reason too. Well, know. but did they? Because the collision, those little CM Punk chants got drowned out pretty fucking quick. Yeah, look, it's gonna go I mean? away. Like at some point, he's gonna fade away back in the background, like he did before. Because the guy's fucking like all he brings is. That's his exact right. quote. Exact quote. Gun to your head, though. Gun to your head. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it this way. Like kiss. Okay. Gun to your head. Look at me, Tim. Yeah. Gun to your head. Mm-hmm. Does CM Punk ever come back to AEW? No. Ever? No. I don't know. <laughs> All right. You ready for a different? Let's let's change some things up, right? Let's hop in the time machine. Let's take a little trip. Back in time. Yeah, and see some things that happen in pro wrestling history, right? So any new viewers or listeners, we'd like to talk about next week's Monday through Friday, which will be the September 11th through the 15th. And we'd like Mm -hmm. to tell you something that happened on that day in pro wrestling history so that you can tell your friend, Parenthesis S, a fun fact about pro wrestling. Tom is looking mighty confused at something in the chat. What the hell is Theo talking about? Nah, they went to Kansas City, upstairs Uh city. Talking about your educated feet, I believe. Oh, above the strip joint in downtown Kansas City. Yeah. You t- talking about which Spearman, one? right? Yeah, yeah you talking about Spearman? <laughs> what? Talking, talking about the about... blue room? All right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, let's see where we at. Back in time. And see what happened in pro wrestling history on September 11th, 1995. Okay. WCW Nitro. And WWF Raw went head-to-head for the first time ever in the now infamous Mm -hmm. Monday Night Wars. Nitro featured Sting defeating VK Wall Street, Mm -hmm. IRS. Sabu defeated Alex Wright before having the decision overturned after dangerously pile-driving Alex Wright through a table after the victory. Yeah. Randy Savage defeated Scott Norton and Lex Luger. Became involved with Sting, Macho Man, and Hulk Hogan in their increasing feud with the Dungeon of Doom. Doom. Raw featured a freshly heel-turned British Bulldog with Jim Cornette ringside taking on Razor Ramon in a match that was eventually muddled by the 1-2-3 Kid who was trying to help Razor. Mm 
As well, the show featured Shawn Michaels retaining the Intercontinental title, defeating Psycho Sid, leading to a Shawn Michaels and Diesel ending the show, telling Doc Hendricks backstage that after In Your House 3, not only will they be two dudes with attitudes, they will also be what? Tag team champions. Mm-hmm. And they used a specific line to refer to that. Not only will we be two dudes with attitudes, but we will also be two chaps with all the straps. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking remember that. You don't remember two <laughs> chaps with all the straps, Diesel? This is like, this is prime Diesel starting to come into like Diesel, oh, right? This is before we get like, this is right when Diesel was coming out of like guy in the back, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is Kevin Nash who said he was the closest thing to Tupac. <laughs> Talk about a white privilege <laughs> in a different way, right? A well-intentioned white privilege. <laughs> Kevin Nash comes to mind. Right? <laughs> he said that. That's a quote. I'm not even making that up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And he thinks it, too. He's got the bandana hanging with the fucking... Still one of the coolest guys in wrestling history. Right? When he walked in the room, he had the swagger, he had the cool, but you're kind of like, smoking mirrors. Listen, I know you, I know you ball a little, but like, come on, yeah. duh. <laughs> All right, let's chill it out a little bit. All right, let's go. Back in time. Let's see what happened. You might know this one. September twelfth, nineteen eighty. Nine NWA Clash of the Champions 8 Fall Brawl 89 was held in Columbia, South Carolina. Event so nice they named it twice, apparently. Mm-hmm. Come on. Sting and Ric Flair defeated Dick Murdoch and the great Muta in the main event. Mm-hmm. Lex Luger retained the United States title, defeating Tommy Rich. We've already got like three Lex Luger references in this show. The Road Warriors defeated the Samoan SWAT team, which is just one of the coolest names in pro wrestling history for a tag team, isn't it? Yeah, but never did anything. You never know what I mean? Anything. Like, yeah, they they did. Should late. bring it back. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Samoan SWAT team get so low with somebody that's also mm-hmm. kicking people's ass. Samoan they SWAT have team. another brother. Yeah, all right. Just yeah, just yeah, have them running through like all right. Brian Pillman defeated Norman the Lunatic. And Michael P.S. Hayes and Jimmy Garvin of the Fabulous Freebirds retained the world tag team titles, defeating which tag team? Wait a minute. What year was this? 89. 89 NWA Clash of the Champions. Fall Brawl 89. And you're saying that the Fabulous Freebirds Mm -hmm. defeated a team to become the champion. To retain tag team oh to retain warded off this defending star tag team here one of your personal favorites oh well then steiner it's the steiner brothers yeah i didn't give you the thing you're taking too long the steiner and this is prime steiners right this is pre scott steiner getting a little weird off the juice right well this was this was Scott Steiner saying, oh, I can wrestle a match without Rick having to do everything. Like 90 to 94, that is like, boom. And 89, that's when they're like, wait a minute, Scott can do something. Because remember, Scott Steiner got a fucking WCW World Heavyweight Championship shot at Ric Flair, which should tell you how good they thought of him at first. And again, you know, he went back. But like, anyhow, so yeah, that was right on the cusp of then. 
really Steiner Brothers. Steiner Love Brothers, those. man. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Let's let's move on here. On this day. September 13th, 2009. The one and only WWE Breaking Point was held in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Mm-hmm. Breaking Point. What was the unique concept behind WWE Breaking Point? On this day. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. WWE Breaking Point. I'll say this. The main event matches of the card were all contested under some form of rules. WWE Breaking Point. Oh, 2009. <laughs> September 13, 2009. Montreal, Quebec, Canada. WWE Breaking Point. Elimination Chamber? Ooh. Good idea, but not it. Not it. Hmm. Close. Yep. Mm-hmm. Money in the bank? No. Or... Yep. Nope. This is where the main event matches on the card were yep. all contested yep. under some form of submission-based rules. So Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. defeated Triple H and Shawn Michaels in a submissions count anywhere match. John Cena won the WWE title defending Randy Orton in an I Quit match and cm punk retained the world heavyweight title defeating the undertaker in a submission match you know he why. submitted the fucking undertaker and he yeah. bitches about yeah well <laughs> oh i have a coquita clutch you should see my arm bars and my coquita clutch yeah, yeah yeah fuck out of here um you know why though they probably did this 2009 was like peak UFC. So this was them trying to capitalize on like, oh, but the Undertaker can do a go-go plot. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hold on. First off, the fucking Undertaker could never do a submission. I don't give a shit. He sucked at all of them. Hell's Gate was a... I know he wasn't trying to really hurt him, but still, fuck out of here. But yeah, they were all... Remember when we started wearing MMA gloves? The best striker. Yeah, he fought like every fucking motorcyclist in a bar that I've seen get into a fucking fight. Oh, man. Stand too tall. (laughs) I can swing too wide. Yeah, but then, oh, my God. Dude, the start of his one-man show was just a fever dream out of 2007. It was just affliction t-shirt. Limp Biscuit. Yep, it's 100% a Limp Biscuit. Fist in the air. Oh, my God. I loved it. I bet it smelled like leather and Paul Malls up in that place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Smelled like chewing tobacco and curve. Yeah. <laughs> smelled like Whataburger and used motor oil. <laughs> yeah. Right, smelled like an O'Reilly's and used condoms. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, listen, I mean, haven't we? All right. Let's just get, let's go. Who hasn't banged a chick in an auto store? Who hasn't banged a chick out back of an O'Reilly's? God damn. Uh, God damn. <laughs> this is America last time I checked. Back in time. <laughs> last time I fucking checked. All right. Let's see. What happened? Uh, September 14th, 1990. Nine. 
Great time in wrestling. WWF SmackDown was taped in Las Vegas, Nevada, where Shane McMahon defeated Joey Abs. The Undertaker defeated Kane, Mankind, The Big Show, and The Rock in a five-man Royal Rumble. Al Snow defeated the Big Boss Man in a Pepper on a Pole match. Fuck out of here, man. Pepper was a dog for anybody who didn't see this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jeff Jarrett wrestled to a no-contest draw against Test. And Triple H lost the world heavyweight title to this wrestler who would instantly become the oldest WWF champion in history. Vince McMahon. This is Mr. McMahon, yes. Yes, Mr. McMahon vacated the title the following Monday on Raw, but yeah, Mr. McMahon became the WWF champion. Because it was the second time, because he won the Royal Rumble and became Mm -hmm. champion that way. What a fucking weirdo. Oh, I never wanted to be a wrestler. Yes, you fucking did. Yeah, you did. It's all you ever wanted to be. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. McMahon. Uh, I thought that guy was going to get arrested with the Trump thing. Anyway. All right. Let's move on. Well, give it time. Yeah, maybe. It's still time. So, I love the hope that was in our voice. September 15th, 2013. Ooh. WWE Night of Champions was held in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Hope they had extra security. Curtis Axel retained the Intercontinental title, defeating Kofi Kingston. AJ Lee retained the Divas title in a fatal four-way. Spoiler alert that no one died in. Defeating Naomi, Natalia, and Brie Bella. Alberto Del Rio retained the World Heavyweight title when he was disqualified in a match against Rob Van Dam. Dean Ambrose, did I say that right? Dean Ambrose? I don't know who that is. Retained the United States title, defeating Dolph Ziggler. And Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins retained the WWE Tag Team titles, defeating the primetime players of Darren Young and Titus O'Neil. That was the best Titus O'Neil ever was. Daniel Bryan won the more on Titus O'Neil later. I'm excited to hear what you got to say. Daniel Ah, (laughs) Bryan. You don't want to ruin it for me. I don't want your hope diminished on time. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the Titus shine to diminish. All right, Daniel Bryan. Listen, my sister met him. All right, Daniel Bryan won the WWE title, defeating Randy Orton. However, that victory would be overturned, and the title would be given back to Randy Orton the next night on Raw. For what reason? Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton overturned. Um. Uh, was it the, like the ref didn't? It was like the wrong ref or something, mm, right? Close. You are close. Triple H declared referee Scott Armstrong administered yeah. a fast count in a plot to overthrow Randy Orton as the champion. Yeah, yeah. It was like, a, no, he, the ref isn't real. Yeah, and, this yeah. is all the authority. Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan shutting him down. Yeah. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Which I think until the fucking bloodline i think we were saying like was the last good story they had told and even the bloodline were iffy on here but mm-hmm. yeah i guess you could say that yeah uh authority to what before bloodline i don't even uh. what what kept you going um 
I think nothing did. I think that's why we were like, oh, fuck this. Yeah, it was uh, AWA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really, I mean, I don't remember. I, I think there were little things that carried us through, but I don't know. Why a family from, out. Yeah. from the moment. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, maybe stuff like that. But yeah, well, that was our fun trip. Uh, Back in time. Some good stuff in there. Yeah, I didn't hit you up with a surprise. Jeff Jarrett, he was in there, right? Not Going right. against Test, RIP. RIP. Testicles. Yeah. Testicles. Uh, we never got that- anything about, Test could have had kids, and we could have called them as testicles. <laughs> It would have been prime mm-hmm. attitude era stuff right there. Tess mm-hmm. could have had uh, some little people, whatever, you know, they might have called them back in the day, and they could have mm-hmm. been his testicles. That would have been prime attitude era stuff. Million percent. Could have easily been the thing that did it, but ah, missed opportunity. Hey, so Tim, how do we want to do this? We had an all out, did all in, we talked about all in, then. We had all out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we also did a little yeah. dynamite. What do you want to do? We here? did. Well, let's. I'll just run through the card quickly and stop me when you hear something you want to like really hammer on. Right? We we did the over oh, budget. There is some stuff, right? Over budget charity battle royal that Hangman Adam Page won, thereby allowing him to donate fifty thousand dollars of Tony Khan's money to the Chicago Public Education Fund. I a little beef I have with this. Wouldn't it be the under-budget charity battle royal? We have this money because we're under-budget, right? Or are you saying we're going over-budget because we're giving this money to charity? Yeah. Okay, all right. To me, it's yeah. the under-budget. Hey, we came in under-budget. Give it to yeah. charity. Yeah. Dana Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> Potato-tomato. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw that one in on somebody. Yeah, potato-tomato. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. All right, All right, so Hikaru Shido Willow, excuse me, Willow Nightingale in Sky Blue defeated Athena Mercedes Martinez and Diamante by pinfall in a six-woman tag match. Meh. Willow. I love Willow. Willow, love Willow. The love acclaimed it. and Billy Gunn with Dennis Rodman defeated Team TNA of Jeff Jarrett, Sutton Singh, Jay Lethal, uh, Karen Jarrett hanging around, Sanjay Dutt in a six-man tag team match for the World Trios Championship. I think everybody and their mother saw this one coming. Yes, but can I tell you what I wanted to have happen? This was my hope, and it wouldn't have happened, and it's fine. But maybe in L.A. they can do this, because Dennis Rodman played for the Lakers. If you recall, on Collision, Dennis Rodman was like, Satnam Singh, he's seven foot tall. That's as big as Shaq, and I kicked his ass all the time. Well, let's not forget Shaq had a match in AEW. And so I was hoping that somehow Dennis Rodman was about to like take out Satnam Singh and Shaquille O'Neal would body slam him and get him out of the ring. And then Satnam Singh and Shaq could do like a, Ooh, and then they get separated, but that's how you get rid of Rodman. You get a Shaq appearance again. I want a Shaq appearance, but I think now every time we get a Shaq appearance, he has to disappear like he did on that one. Always. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, always. Yeah. Just, ooh, he's in an ambulance again. How the fuck? That ambulance and he's just is gone. Weird. What's up with that? Yeah. If we're in London and we get the, the cliche phone booth, which we didn't do, thanks, AW. Um, yeah. But, like, let's get one there, and he just disappears into that or something, right? Yeah, Shaq's got to yeah. disappear. Yeah, Shaq's got to disappear. All right. Uh, better Than You, Baby defeated the Dark Order of Alex Reynolds and John Silver with Evil Uno. By It's only those three now is the Dark Order, right? Yeah. 
which is good. Yeah, which is good. Mm -hmm. 10 was getting in the way. It was fine. Um, The thing that I liked about this was uh, I was doing a fantasy football draft during this pay-per-view. And uh, I was go- at my uh, in-laws house and they've never seen AEW. They watch five minutes of SmackDown. It's like, a, hey, we watch wrestling. I'm like, I wish you wouldn't watch no, that. But anyhow, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. all they're like is like, this Roman Reigns guy is so mean. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. But anyhow, uh, they've never seen AEW. So when they saw MJF drinking oh. a beer and then like doing the runner and they're like, is do we like him? I was like, yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, like right now. He's yeah, our scumbag. Like, yeah and they're like what what so is he like what what and i was like well just just watch just watch it's fun yeah Yeah. yes uh samoa joe retained the roh world television championship defeating shane taylor by submission this was a this was a hard-hitting stuff right here yes and it you know they didn't get paid by the hour on this one i think it was like less than 10 minutes but this one will lead into dynamite i think that's how we should do this so at the end Uh, of Better than you, Bay Bay, winning their match. Uh, MJF selling his neck injury goes to walk up the entrance ramp. Samoa Joe's music hits, and he walks out and he pushes him. And as we know, that's going back to the NXT. He pushes him and all of that stuff. Right? Fun. We're circling back. We're doing it again, brother. And then tonight we get a little promo battle between Pillsbury Joe Boy and MJF. And you know what? I'll say this. Joe isn't the guy that's necessarily going to be like, check out this 20 minute promo. But if you go throughout the history of Samoa Joe's promos, he has so many great one-liners or presence that makes you believe one of the greatest lines, two of the greatest lines, actually, now that I'm thinking about it from Samoa Joe and probably in pro wrestling history was when there was a group of wrestlers. It was Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and then Jeff Hardy. And Samoa Joe is making his way with a microphone talking, and Jeff Hardy interrupted and was like, what do you want, Joe? And Samoa Joe says, why don't you make like your AA meetings and take a step to the back, which is just incredible to say in WWE. Obviously, you have the Wendy line, hey, Wendy, about AJ Styles' wife. But then when Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Samoa Joe were like standing there, and Brock Lesnar's only looking at Roman, and Samoa Joe's like, "Look at me when I'm killing you." Yeah, and he's like, "What?" And oh, you can see Brock Lesnar's like, "Motherfucker, I'll really kill you." <laughs> like, I'll, yeah, yeah, awesome. you think you're tough now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to fast forward to tonight, what I liked about this is the boy, right? The like, yeah, kid, I'm, kid, or kid, kid. Yeah, I'm poking you in the, I'm, I'm poking you in the chest. What are you gonna do about it, kid? And MJF just selling it like, God damn it, it got done under my skin. I thought tonight was really done well. I thought it was really done well, and I like that he was able to bring up sort of you know the meme that we've all seen, the, the video footage of NXT, and and again I I've applauded MJF like you said for just saying it. We don't you know even Samoa Joe was like the other company. Just say it, man. Just mm-hmm. say fucking yeah. NXT. Like just say WWE Network, whatever. Like fuck them. Yeah. Um. This was all done really well. I'm looking forward to this. It's another one where I don't think MJF's given the title to Samoa Joe. Right, like I don't think we're getting that. So I think this is a good opponent, though, to kind of keep that heat. Right, you got a top-notch, yeah, promo artist and somebody who's going to give you a hell of a story to match and bite us some time until the next thing. Yeah. Okay, but what would you do if 
because I didn't see the brackets. I don't memorize them. I, I you know, and I'm, I don't have it pulled up now. But Samoa Joe and Roderick Strong, Neck Strong, is in mm. this tournament. Say those are the final two. Who are you putting in there to then have face MJF at uh, Arthur Ashe? I would say I would do Joe because that's going to be a better match and the story told in the, I mean, maybe not, but I think what we're going to do is somehow the attention gets turned. Adam Cole makes a save and thus even drawing more ire from neck strong and the boys. And then we get that, right? We get Adam Cole mm-hmm. versus neck strong and the gang. Yeah. That's yeah. what, yeah. I Lance think, neck I think strong. The, <laughs> I think this will lead to somehow ring of honor tag team championship match better than you, baby and um, the kingdom. But I still think it would be fun to put Adam Cole in this weird spot where he has to be like, is Roderick Strong still your friend? Like, I think that would be fun. But that would be fun. I, I think to sell tickets, yeah, I think to sell tickets, if we're looking at it from a business standpoint, which again, I don't make a dollar from, uh, I think you would do Samoa Joe versus MJF. Side note, I completely hear the fucking cricket. And I don't know where it is. I hear it too. I don't know where the fucking thing is. And it just appeared like 30 minutes ago. So fuck crickets. So he brought it up and blamed it on me. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not me. So I like muted no, my mic and still me. heard it. And I was like, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's me. God damn it. I was thinking I the same thing. Know. I was like, fuck, I pay a goddamn bug company every fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where the fuck it is. I hate it. So sorry. I apologize, but I ain't fucking getting hey, up. That's why we're going to take a two breaks. We're going to fumigate the studios here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Going to get Papa Shango in here. But, but, and yeah. his little hex right. and take yeah, care yeah, of Exactly it. right. Yeah. All right. Luchasaurus with Christian Cage retained the AEW TNT Championship, defeating Darby Allen with Nick Wayne hanging around by pinfall. Um, yeah, tonight was really heavy on Darby Allen's story, and I don't hate and his that multiple stories. I guess. I don't... Yeah. So the the first match of the night was John Moxley taking on ar fox ar fox loses darby allen comes out hey man isn't that you're okay right everything's fine christian cage and luchasaurus hey nick wayne your dad actually sucked worse than i thought and he's dead haha tell your mom i said what's up right and then at the end of the night we get nick wayne versus darby allen in this tournament to get a number one contender darby allen wins which again is going after the world heavyweight championship but then Christian Cage is like, see my TNT championship? You're you're never going to get it. And I kind of want to be like, well, he's not going for it. Like, he lost to Luchasaurus. Yeah. So what the fuck are you hanging around him for? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. Uh, Jeffrey Sills, real quick, if we can back up a little bit. He says, the participants in this tournament make the, the BBB, right, the, the big Burberry belt, worthless they need to bring back the ranking system and make the tournaments off those rankings top eight or top 16 or whatever and i get like so i get the idea of the ranking systems right if you're an outsider looking in it gives it makes it feel somewhat legitimate right if this were a actual uh sanctioned fighting organization there would be Mm -hmm. a ranking system of sorts especially when you don't have everybody facing everybody right so there would be a committee probably ranking folks um and that feels right but the thing is you wind up you're trying to kill a cricket over there? Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to do something. <laughs> trying to scare it. When yeah. you, uh, the thing is you wind up booking yourself into that corner. Now you've got to come up with these fucking rankings every week. And then do they matter or not to the storyline? Then you feel kind of pigeonholed into it, right? So I think that's why they kind of went away from it if I if I had a you know crystal ball looking in, right? But um, 
yeah, I don't know. Yeah, with this Luchasaurus Christian Cage thing, though, I'm like, what do we do next now? Man, I don't want him to keep messing around with Darby Allen and Nick. Like, I'm just, I I don't know. Also, I'm not really sold on, on Darby Allen as much as others, but also Nick Wayne. Look, man, didn't we try this with Action Andretti? And we tried this with whatever, you know, flight, top flight guy? Or no, it wasn't top flight. It was, um, what's the other yeah, group? No, uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, top flight. Right, yeah, like, we tried it with these, we always try to, like, these young whippersnappers guys, let's all get behind them. And we're like, yeah, they're fine. My thing with Nick Wayne is, and this is not an indictment because he's 18. It's not him. It's the position he's been put in, but he still do. He does the live Morgan. I think Liv Morgan is a fine wrestler, yeah. whatever, but she fucking sucks when it comes to emotion because everything is big breaths. Oh, I'm ready for it. And Nick Wayne does this run out. I gotta show emotion. I'm getting mad. (laughs) Or, Or like, you know, he'll body slam an opponent. He'll turn his back to him and then he'll do his, I'm going to then run. And it's like, you fucking not. And I get, he's the the most. Run. Yeah. Yeah. Where you like pull your, yeah. Sorry for the podcast listeners. This is why you should watch the live stream. But yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, It's almost like if you could draw, if a human could do the spinning wheels on a cartoon, right. uh, On somebody's legs, right. When they like take off. That's like the feel I get when they do those like that. Like I'm gonna run off the ropes now. It's like, well, why didn't you just start running? Why didn't you like yeah. wind up? Well, what and I, shit? <laughs> yeah, what I don't like about his wrestling style and others like him again, it's not him that I'm picking on. Is that it feels like it's a good match to wrestle in front of no crowd and your coach to impress him, but it needs to be ratcheted up or turn the intensity or believability. Because then it's lost with, like you said, the, and then I'm running, and then here's the thing, and then I'm breathing really hard. Or a two, a kick out at two, and oh my god! Oh, well, and the, the like, when Christian starts to say stuff about his dead dad, it's the, oh, no, no, oh my god, oh, I gotta yeah. shake the tears off. Like, okay, man, calm. Yeah, <laughs> right? it... it, it and again, he's 18. I'm not trying to say like, what the fuck, but Tony Khan, maybe put this motherfucker on Ring of Honor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, yeah, not, you got enough money, hey, you w. got enough folks on the roster, maybe let's get a performance center, right? Like, let's work with that over there. Yeah. Yeah. Just, but you got ROH? Them, ROH. Yeah. Have them, have them wrestle Shane Taylor in Ring of Honor. That'd be fine. But yeah, AEW, that's where the, that's where the big boys play as a promoter. Look at the say. adjective. <laughs> Yeah, look at the adjective, God damn it. Yeah, yeah verb. All right. Uh, oh, I, I know. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. In one of the – I don't I guess maybe this isn't necessarily a surprise, but I think I was, like, impressed with this match. Miro defeating Powerhouse Hobbs. Meet. Meet yeah. forever. Chicago. Look, yes. For those people – being some knuckle dragging kissing cousin inbreds, they can make some fucking chance. I don't know where it comes from. It sure isn't the pizza, but man, they can fucking have some Talk fun. about that bread soup they call a pizza. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's deep dish. You mean deep shit? It's fucking. It's a pasta it's on cheese soup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, give me a spoon for this slice of pizza, you fucks. Um, no, nah, I don't. I don't care about it. Uh, I'm just making fun of them. Uh, yeah, so what I just don't get is, you know, we were there last year at All Out 
when it was scissor me daddy oh, oh. scissor me daddy so magical it was so well, and this yeah. was too i wanted to lock arms with everybody and sway yeah. to that but so was this you know what i mean it's the meat meat, yeah. meat meat forever is so fucking dumb and i love it yeah. It's just, you know what I mean? Well, it's it can't be so really be replicated anywhere else now. It, like, lives in that moment forever, yeah. right? Now, anytime yeah. two big old fellows come out, though, we're, we're going to get a meet forever chant, probably in perpetuity now. Yeah, I love it. I love, and look, it made the match better because these two guys went out there and they fucking went at it. Mira ends up getting the victory. We'll probably figure out more of, of that fallout on Collision, but loved it. I thought this match was so much fun. Well, so and so fun. we get the debut of Mrs. Meat. Well, <laughs> Lana out here looking like she just did the walk of shame, fucking wearing her boyfriend's coat and some bra she found from her fucking sorority sister. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't know what that was or if we're going to get continued stuff from that, but it looks like Miro was like denying her existence of being real. So that'll be fun. Jeffrey Sill says this match, uh, there needs to be a meat division. <laughs> meaty yeah. division, yeah. Meaty division, the yeah, meaty champion. Good. Yeah, yeah. Anyone two seventy and over, it's the meat champion. Yeah, meat yeah, that would champion, be awesome. Yeah, your neck to chest ratio has to be a certain number. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you know who could qualify? Huh. John Silver. Yes. All these fucking big yeah, guys. Yeah, just right. Yeah, your neck. To thing to, to shoulder ratio has to be yeah <laughs> yes we need to yes do a little series not a best of five but some type of series with powerhouse Hobbs the meat grinder tournament <laughs> yeah and they're just going back and forth and then the meat grinder out. round robin let's get it sponsored by like mechanical steaks or some shit <laughs> right and then john silver walks out and he's like heard you guys are in a meat competition and he just like flexes yeah. on them and they're like and then he starts <laughs> Clotheslining motherfuckers, yeah, fucking holding up them fucking thirty-five inch pythons mm -hmm. and shit. Yeah, I got baby hands and a fucking big bicep. Yeah, fucking hands look like tennis balls, but fucking biceps look like basketballs. Fucking little John Silver, mm -hmm. love that guy. Hell yeah! All right, what do we got next? <laughs> oh, but but what do you think, CJ Perry? I don't give a shit. I think Fuck. she's gonna be minimally used. If I guess, it's gonna be that. Like, it's just gonna lead to him being crazy and saying like. Now you send a fake, you know, image of my hot, flexible wife or whatever, right? Oh, or yeah, the biggest payoff she's gonna get, and maybe I'm shitting on this like I, like I did with uh, Juice Robinson, and I was wrong, so I could be wrong here again. Probably will, probably be wrong a lot. But the biggest moment she's most likely going to have is a cat fight with Karen Jarrett. Yeah, who the fuck? Well, the thing with that is like I, we tried with Lana. And I think it was discovered, like, she came out doing the Russian bit, and that got over pretty and quick. That but that was, was awesome. That was awesome. But that's all she's got. Like, that was the extent of the acting that she had. And that's because she's been doing that voice, we found out later, through the Total Divas and shit. Like, that's just something she's done ever, like, she's been ever alive. So, like, she's just had that down pat for a good, you know, a long time. So, like, we tried doing her as a wrestler. She sucked. We tried having her do other acting. Really wasn't all that good. So, like, I, yeah, I don't envision a whole lot of greatness coming out of this. No, she's bad. Yeah. He's easy on the eyes, bad on the acting. Chris Statlander retained the TBS championship, defeating Ruby Soho. And man, this is where we got an appearance by one of my favorites right now. Tony, Tony Storm. Storm. 
going to this Audrey Hepburn uh, film noir uh, damsel in distress. Uh, and just like I said, always remember, chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. I love how she said she said it like it was a fucking 1940s yeah. movie. You know what I mean? Like, I also like that she also still threw the shoe. And then, like, like Renee, she fucking told you. <laughs> like, she gave you every ample well, warning. Like, yeah, but she's like, seriously? Yeah. Catchphrase, she fucking damn told it. you, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, Tony Storm. And again, in this match, she comes out, she grabs the spray paint, she calls Ruby Soho the match, gets asked about it tonight, and says, oh, I don't look backwards. I don't know, I look yeah. forwards. I've been in so many performances, I can't remember what I did. Yeah, it's so great. I love this. Yeah, she's like, I don't remember none of it. Yeah, I love it. Um, And Chris Statlander winning this is fine, right? We didn't need to have this, like, Ruby Soho running around TBS Championship and them on a two-woman power trip thing. Yeah, I mean, that could have been interesting, kind of. But we can accomplish the same thing with Soraya as the World Heavyweight Champion, if that's the route we want to go. Yeah. Um, Chris Statlander, though, I will say this. Uh, in the nicest way possible. I am not body shaming. I'm trying to say this as a compliment, okay? As a compliment. That girl thick. Oh, man, yeah. I did not realize, like, she is put together. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you you think as, as far as physicality in the women's division, you go to Jade Cargill, right? Yeah. As far as, like, looking good getting off the bus obviously you have uh nyla rose you've got other people you know awesome kong when they first started things like that but oh she looks like an athlete yeah I mean, man. she's she's sturdy yeah um and i think even it, maybe it was jr somebody said it on the pay-per-view they were like we again mean this as a compliment she's built like a fucking linebacker yeah and she well, is like, <laughs> you know what i mean looks like she could go play college linebacker right now in d1 yeah my well my sister-in-law who, who again doesn't watch wrestling she's like that's really cool. I like this, that they're not just showing models. And I was like, well, I mean, she's pretty. And she's like, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, but like, she's not built like a she looks Victoria's like, Secret model. I'm reminded this of um, watching the, NF, uh, the Netflix documentaries, but she looks like somebody who would be on American Gladiators, right? She's got that freaking yeah. build mm-hmm. where you're just like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah, but it kind of. this person? It kind of comes up in. At least to me, it was surprise. I, you know, I've seen her since she started, but it just was like, oh shit, wait a minute, yeah. It was when my sister in law said like she's put together, and I was like, fuck, I guess she is. Yeah, oh. Christina, you know, yeah, so. sturdy. Yeah, sturdy. Nice. All right, um, Brian Danielson defeated Ricky Starks by technical submission in a no DQ strap match. Um, interesting. What? This was thrown together at the end. I, I don't feel like either person should have lost. So I mean, we had to go well, with somebody here, but perfect way right so fast forward to tonight on dynamite we do a promo package where he's like you didn't make me quit you didn't make me quit and you're not gonna make me quit no one here is gonna make me quit i'm tired of only getting one shot give me my opportunity maybe wink wink talking about more than just the match but the match itself went at it god damn uh again my in-laws and family had never seen a strap match which makes sense and they were like so that this is like they're really hitting them. I was like, "Oh, that's a welt. Like that's yeah, a legit yeah. welt. Like there's no faking that." Yeah, let's go get a leather strap. And let me swing it. Let's see what you think. Yeah, and they're like, so, "You can leave the shirt on that, and let me see what you think." Even. Well, one thing that they were just astonished by was the back and forth uh, slaps to the throat. Yeah, like, they're like, "We, you know, because my humble brag, I guess, but it's not me, but it, in my family, my brother-in-law." got a phd in exercise physiology so he knows the body mm-hmm. fucking really well 
And he even said, he's like, I get that they're not hitting in the chin, but that could yeah. still not be well. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can, you can like cut off flow and like yeah. swelling there and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and it can still like, cause yeah. that sort of concussion-based things. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, so that could cause a, a concussion. And I was like, uh-huh. Isn't this fun? <laughs> like, yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> but Ricky, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat getting in there, getting some shots on old uh, Morrissey. Uh I like the promo that led to this because how Ricky the Dragon Steamboat tricked him where he said, it says the dragon, yeah, but you know what? Dumbass. I'm not the only right. dragon. That's fucking great. Yeah, no, right? it was great. Like, what I way- like, so I loved it because when they did that, I think we, did, I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode, right? But like, oh yeah, because it came after on Collision, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Ricky Starks was initially like, fuck my life, right? He gets the, And then he gets that instantaneous flash of like, all right, if this is what it is, bitch, like, I have to fucking murder you. I'm going to fucking murder you because I'm fucking absolute Ricky Starks. This is the, you know, this is the path that has led in front of me. Time to fucking murder you, right? Like, I love this Ricky Starks character. Even though this is something that can build a star because, like, even though he's a heel here, we're still building this badass, right? He's passing out instead of giving up. He's taking every challenge head on and he's telling everybody to get the fuck out of his way in the process mm-hmm. well well you know what it made me think of instantly is because yeah he passed out he didn't tap out blackpool combat club from everything that we can tell is a heel group kind of felt like we we're doing maybe a double switch where saturday we're going to hear from brian danielson i wouldn't be shocked if he says something to the effect of yeah i did that for ricky the dragon steamboat you don't pick on elders but you also don't poke the dragon and i'm the true dragon here and a you know and does some like and you fans here suck all you know easy stuff yeah, but yeah. then ricky starks comes out and's like do an i quit match because that's where i think we're going to lead to is make me say it then yeah, you made me pass out, but make me say it. And then, oh. Well, yeah, because yeah, because first he can be like, well, you didn't make me quit. And he'd be like, I didn't have to make you quit. I made like I, I made you so like you couldn't even say I quit because yeah. you were dead, motherfucker. Like I could have killed you if I didn't have to let go, right? right. Like, And then you'd be like, all right, but kill me yeah, you must because yeah. I'm never going to quit and you can't make me. Thought it was great. Thought, yeah. And I think, I, I, I really do. My gut says a double turn. And then we push Ricky Stark. Because again, look, fuck you, punk. They were cheering Ricky Starks. They were not, no, no one likes you, man. Like, <laughs> God, that's what made people like you, is that you were fucking not likable, right? Like, it was, oh, I would say that. Not, hey, guys, yeah. I like Canada too. This is for Owen Hart. Dude, I love this absolute Ricky Starks. Like, I don't know if you caught the thing where he was backstage uh, with Tony Schiavone and, like, before the night when he was like, I'm going to fucking do this. And he's like, fuck out of my way, man. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I just love this, like, Ricky Starks is going to the the top. And if you're in the way, sucks to be you because you're about to get your ass beaten. Now, the thing, though, I want them to keep with Ricky Starks, though, because I laugh every time, is the overabundance of fireworks. Yeah. it's like we did five guys worth of fireworks on rookie yeah. stars <laughs> yeah keep that that's hilarious yeah uh but then yeah make him baby face and push him to the moon he's yeah. the fucking man love ricky starks well speaking of the blackpool combat club they got a victory over eddie kingston and shibata in a tag team match claudio pinned eddie and here's the thing i understand 
I'm one of them who pays for Ring of Honor television. As we kind of talk about this whole match card, it's a lot of Ring of Honor, which is obviously well needed in this circumstance. However, to me, Eddie Kingston Claudio needs to be an AEW focused feud. I get Claudio's the Ring of Honor champion. And it was cool that first time, right? Where it's, hey, first Ring of Honor pay-per-view, main event, Eddie Kingston Claudio, right? Awesome. Not first, but I think it was first of this year. And it was great. That's fucking awesome. But now it's, they've graduated, right? Like, let's give them a main event on Dynamite or Collision. That's where I think they're more suited. I agree with this that. This was fun, but it's Eddie Kingston for Christ's Eddie sake. Eddie fucking Kingston. My nephew, uh, who does not watch wrestling, but was kind of watching it because we were doing the draft and he was kind of peeking on it. He goes, he goes, who's that? And I go, who? He goes, the fat guy. And I was like, oh, that's Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's the best wrestler in the world. He's great. And he's like, really? And the he's 11, guy? you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And he's like, really? and, you know, he's 11. And so Claudio, he's like, he's better than him. I was like, hell yeah, he's better than Claudio. Hmm. And then Claudio wins. He's like, I thought you said he's better. He's like, not tonight, but most nights he is. All right. He's the best in the world. I didn't say he wins more matches. I said he's better. Yeah. God damn it. Scram, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd you pick in the second round? Fucking probably no one. Who'd you got to go fucking drink from a garden hose or some shit? Get out of here. Fucking play under the power. Go learn how to ride a bike or something. Fucking play in traffic. No, easy. Easy. (laughs) My nephew. Okay. He wasn't some fucking poor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't one of the pores. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it wasn't God, one man, of the pores. Not a fucking scumbag over here. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, uh, but yeah, no. So it was a good match, but I wish Eddie would have won because again, Eddie Kingston should win everything. Theo in the chat says, "I agree." Brett, background cricket. Bret Hart should show up on the Spanish announce table. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wish I could find this thing. I can't find I don't know where it is. It sucks. I hate it. But I didn't know Theo could speak cricket. That's great. You should tell us more about what this cricket it's is. Obviously, it's obviously Theo. He probably says CM Punk should have got fired. Yeah. I wonder if he was on the outside legal counsel. All right. Um, Takeshita defeated Kenny Omega. So, yes, that was a great match. Very good. We're not moves, guys. So we'll kind of blow past that. Who is their next target who is their next target i'm excited about that and i like this man i you know we said it early on next painting said it early on i was like i don't care about this to catch the guy like he's not gonna be anything you were like oh you were like pause because you saw it before a lot of us thought you were like if we get him to turn heel because don Callis has corrupted him and now you i tell you to catch with don Callis, and i was like okay Mm, yeah and yeah yeah, I like this, right? Takeshita being and, the killer, just doing his pit bull bidding. Good stuff. And to do it a painting, to unveil a painting. Who's ever done that? That's yeah, fucking awesome Yeah, if every time is a painting, yes. Yeah. And I love that oh. they're using the the music, if we can use that term, uh-huh. for Don Callis still. Uh. I mean, if you really build him up, say he keeps winning matches, because he already beat Kenny Omega, so it's not like you beat too many more people right. other than that. And it becomes a thing of like, well, who's on the hit list next? And then, oh my God, Tim, think of this visual. Oh, this will be a great fucking interview. We're going to mark out for this. Say he beats four or five more guys. So then we have Jericho. Then we have Kenny Omega. And then we have Eddie, Hangman, whoever it is, right? And you have Don Callis in like 
an old timey library like smoker's room and those paintings are behind him as he's talking about what Takeshita can do and it's all the paintings of the people that they've taken out that's fucking cool I like well that idea. and here's what can be the fun to end all that right so that runs happening Takeshita taking all the people we got all the paintings and one day Don Callis goes to reveal the next target and lo and behold Don Callis is on that painting oh why am I on this painting Flop! and somebody has turned to Kashta against Don Callis. Oh, I was going to go the other way. I was going to say Don Callis does it, and it's to Kashta. No, Don Callis gets his come up, it's finally. They turn Frankenstein's monster against him. I mean, that's a great idea. I will I will push back on this one thing, though. Mm. What if it was heel Kenny Omega again, and then we oh. get 69 me Don? 69 yes. me Don? Yes. <laughs> That's it. Could be Kenny Omega. That's it, right? It could be Kenny Omega the whole time, right? And he, all of a sudden, it's it's Don Callis, and he's like, "What the? What is this?" And then Takesha just fucking rips him a new asshole, and then Kenny Omega walks in, and he was like, you know, says some cool line that Kenny Omega can come up with that I can't think of right now, right? And then, uh, you know, yeah, but I mean, I love Kenny Omega with Don Callis. That's what I'm saying is you you reunite those guys, and then you do the oh, I see what you're Don. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying, like. So Takeshita's on the painting, and then Kenny Omega yeah. takes him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. can get that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, um, Bullet Club Gold racking up victories, defeating FTR and the Young Bucks here. The Gang Bang Gang, Gang Bang, Gang Bangs. Which Matt? We Jackson. love Gang Bangs. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, October tenth, you're yeah. probably gonna hear that. Um, <laughs> Matt Jackson. That's what the cricket's saying. <laughs> Yeah, fucking cricket. God damn it. I'm so sorry. I really wish I can't find it. Um, Matt Jackson, though. So we're in Chicago. Matt Jackson, when he does this humping motion, is so stupidly funny when he's like, yeah, huh? You like it? You like it? And, man, they got it. Here's the other thing, though. Look, Dax, your buddy got fired, and I'm, we're sorry. But can you fucking let it go? So they do the BTE trigger, right? And Matt Jackson does his... BT trigger and Dax looks at his watch. You know, it's clobbering time. Looks at his watch wearing the Chicago. It's like, I get it, man. But do you want to go with them? Yeah. That's, are you going to hang out on this? Like, yeah. And that's the thing. I'm not saying he should do it. However, I wouldn't hate it. If we found out Tony Khan said, Hey, tired of all this bullshit. If you don't want to be here, there's the door. And house of black and FTR left. Look, I love FTR as a team. I think they're great. They're putting on some of the best tag team wrestling of all time. House of Black is a fun, spooky, fun thing. I love Brody King. I think he's the star of that group. But if they left, you know, if I don't have to have any more CM Punk references, fantastic. You know, fantastic. Fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Uh, anyhow, so, yeah. Anyway. That's what we got there. All right. And then the finale. John Moxley winning the international championship, defeating freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, who does not have a catchphrase. Man, this was a match, wasn't it? They went after it, and it was this. So this is the type of match I want more of from AEW. Mm -hmm. And tonight we had Chris Statlander, who was not before the main event, but we don't want to do a complete rundown 
of um of the matches but it was chris statlander versus emmy sakurai and here's the thing emmy is fine but we need more dominant champions and what i mean by that is in this moxley uh Orange Cassidy match, it was legitimately one-way traffic, right? Like, one guy was fucking bloody, one guy was getting cross-faced, one guy was hanging on for his dear life, where John Moxley was just trying to end the match, but, oh, fuck, I couldn't there. But, like, he was always in control. It was never at once, you know, I mean, there might have been moments, but you get what I'm saying? Like, John Moxley was in control of that match the entire time, and I want more of that from our champions. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want this back and forth with 18 year old Nick Wayne. Fuck that. Yeah. If you're John Moxley, beat that motherfucker in yeah. three minutes. You know yeah. I, mean? I thought this was great. And Orange Cassidy has delivered in so much over the time that he's been the AW international champion. And of course, since he's been here. And I just, man, I I like that this was the main event of the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that match. I like that we're booking MJF versus Samoa Joe, right? I like that mm-hmm. we're booking. Swerve versus Hangman, which we haven't talked about yet. We'll you talk know? about that. Yeah, right um, this, yeah. But it's it's this kind of stuff you're talking about with with AW. We don't get these kind of things in WWE. It's one of the primary reasons I think you and I don't watch this. Like, yep, we don't get these level of stories with these sort of matchups, right? Yeah, you can get some dream matchups if you will over there, but there's no substance behind it. And and I also want to give credit aside from this match where. AW does a good job at sort of that clean break, right? Like we're on to MJF versus Samoa Joe mm-hmm. now, right? We're on to, uh, you know what I mean? Like uh, Swerving Hangman now, right? Like uh, they 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 find ways to kind of clean break often, and I like that. And this was, I, I think we knew this was coming, right? Moxie was going to win this. We've had a hell of a run with Orange Cassidy. There was nothing left to do with this run. I am interested in what we do next with. Orange Cassidy. Do we elevate him or does he take a pause and just kind of hang out for a while? Yeah, I think he may be pausing just for a moment or two, but then comes back fury unlike anything we've seen, right? Because he kicks off tonight's episode of Dynamite saying, hey, I'm still going to be here every week, right? Every week, yeah. That doesn't fucking make me stop being an AEW wrestler just because I don't have the title. So you'll see me next week and I don't have a catchphrase. And then he has to like I love that, by the way. Yeah, but then he has to like eat it when he hears john moxley's music come and then he i love that john he sold that too like, like you know mr whatever we're getting the oh they yeah. all whatever now is it so here's the thing though that i want to applaud and man he's been doing this for years uh especially in AEW, is the shapeshifter that is john moxley you know what i mean hey you need that baby face champion that takes out chris jericho okay hey you need that tweener who what the fuck is CM Punk going to do? We don't know if he's coming back. Yeah, he's champion. You need someone to take out Orange Cassidy that's believable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all while never really having to change his presentation or his exactly. character or, or how he talks or how he speaks or anything about himself. Nothing yeah. about it, himself. He it's fits just into a, all of those roles. Yeah. It's just a little bit of like the motive, right? Like we don't respect you. you we think you're amateur. We respect the old guard, William Regal. We're going to take you out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's It's all what he says about you and what his motivation is behind it. And that's that, that to me is mastery of your character work there because your character's your character's your character. You still act, think, and and react as a person as you always do. Mm -hmm. It's just who am I to believe is the good guy in this scenario? And 
look, I'm twisted and fucked up, so sometimes I might think he's the good guy and you're the bad guy, and sometimes the other way around, depending on the situation at hand. And he wrestles every guy the same, right? The same cross faces that he does to Orange Cassidy, he's going to do to Chris Jericho. Right, like, even as a face, he'll awesome. still get a nut punch in there, right? Like, it right. don't mind, yeah. Yeah, he's going to take a... He's going to take a fork to the forehead of Hangman Adam Page or MJF. It doesn't matter. And so that's what I like the most about it is he's just a shapeshifter with staying consistent with who he is. Yeah. Love it. Now let's get into the real great stuff, Tim. As we mentioned, we're not going to be back for two weeks because I'm going through the last two weeks of radiation, which they say is the worst. You're going to go out of the country, which perfect timing because the earth is on fire. Uh, so smoke it here back, right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So uh, we put a bet on who was going to win the bet. Oh, we did? Yeah. And the bet was the loser would have to wear a Jeff Jarrett shirt. Oh, Oh, that was a thing? That's real? Yep. yep. And my friends in the Table Nation, I come to you with the great gift of not buying a shirt because Tim fucking lost. <laughs> no Jeff Jarrett shirt over this bitch. Keep that shit. Yeah, I didn't Hope you get tally a. up. I, I didn't tally up the full scores. It was close, oh. but you won. Yeah, I, I hope think your if Sun gives you a wedgie. Yeah, um, God, uh, yeah. So yeah, this one will be a ways out. We're gonna take two weeks off. I haven't bought it yeah. yet, so give us some time. Yeah. If if it will be no later than the next time we have picks, but I'll get it as soon as we get back, right? I'll put it on order. And for any longtime listeners uh, listening to the podcast, or if you check out the YouTube later, this isn't the first Spanish Down Table T-shirt bullshit. He's gonna get it. It's going to be on his back. He's gonna wear it on this episode. And Tom's like, I'll buy the shirt and bring it to yeah, his I'll fucking buy house. The fucking thing and put it on you. I don't yeah. give a shit. We ain't doing this. One arm, I'll wrestle you down and put this fucking shirt on you. Yeah. Yeah, be wearing it on this... your fucking ass. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing this t-shirts are sent out today kind of bullshit, Tim. You're going to wear that fucking shirt. Yes. Oh, I'll wear it. Oh, yeah. I, and I told you, I, I said it looks like a, a Wyoming tourism shirt where he replaced the wolf with himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, sure yeah. It is. yeah. It's got like a mountain in the background for some reason. Like Jeff Jarrett's from the mountains, I guess. Is there mountains in Tennessee? Why not? Smoky sure. mountains, maybe, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Oh, they're all there. Everything's there. I can mountains right, of cocaine. So... But hey, listen. Um, let's, yeah. you know, maybe we have something real, in common real... with Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. So, real quick, last thing, though, and we'll, we'll get out of here because, again, it's uh, late here in the one true time zone and this fucking cricket's driving me nuts. Um, we got Swerve and Hangman Adam Page. Hey, this was awesome. And how great was it for Swerve to give voice to the, if I had the opportunities, I would have been the first black champion. It's a great call out. Now, I would say, now you got to kind of do it, right? (laughs) If he went in for business for himself and said that, you got to go like, yo, man. But then you can't even say like, what, you backed me into a corner? Be like, well, you shouldn't have been in a position where I could back you in a corner, bitch. Um, You know what I mean? So um hey all power to him and again of course like yeah like we've had qualified people who could have done that already so um it will be interesting man i and again hangman adam page is not the champion obviously that's not going to come out of this storyline but if swerve can get a big time victory in a feud with hangman well now we start looking at swerve in a different light i i was a little perplexed at some of the 
the reasoning, but I think sort of got there in a roundabout way at the end. Because at first it, it felt like it was like, I'm just coming out of the goodness of my heart of a guy I looked up to and you're just failing, which was like, okay, great. Like if we're going sad, drinky Hankman and you were his friend, I get that. But like, that's not where we're at. Why are you here? Right. Then him getting to the, like, if I would have been given the opportunity, you seem to not fucking want how he delivered like that line. I was like, okay. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Saying like your bitch ass was given all these opportunities and you go, my fucking friends and like, bitch, I fucking, I'm, you know what I mean? My friends are on the bank or on the bankroll over here. We're all good. Right. Like mm -hmm. give me the opportunity motherfucker. Well, and what hangman's reaction was really, I thought telling and really cool because it wasn't the, okay, you don't think I can handle the opportunity. Let's fight right now. Instead. He was like, all right, Hey man, you know what? Just go ask for a match. Stop talking to me. I'm out of here. Like, uh, yeah. Well, I like too how he was kind of like at first he was like, Oh, I see you're trying to like fucking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, that was, well, a, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Well, it felt like maybe hangman thought sort was telling the truth. Maybe he's telling the truth. Um, I will say this. I did feel like sort of felt a little nervous sometimes delivering some of these lines. Yeah. But he also felt like he was maybe sick. So I, I just kind of looked over some of that. Like, Oh, his eyes looked like they were something. Well, cause he yeah. missed a, he missed, uh, I think he missed all out because of a illness. Remember? Uh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. A collision. Yeah. Yeah. They missed a collision because of an illness. It was so him and Britt sick. Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe he was sick. Uh, I forgot about that until just now. Yeah, it did look like maybe there was some like, what the fuck was I supposed to say? Oh, it was this. And that's what I mean. Thing. But eventually got there and he hit it. Yeah. And I was like, I love this. And again, these are the kind of feuds that I want more of, right? This yeah. is what I want, right? We don't need a title on this. We just need these fellas to start hating each other, right? Everybody's got some rivals, right? There's some mm -hmm. people that's on site, right? On site. Let's go. So, yeah, very excited for the hangman. Uh, swerve feud it kicks off next week with hangman versus brian cage three um but yeah that's, that's jeffrey sills in the chat says i kind of wish tom had to wear the jeff jarrett t-shirt and give it time we're gonna have another picks around this will be the tr the traveling shirt well jeffrey sills i kind of wish you would donate some money so look at that like we're all just saying things that we hey, like. listen we're saying you can buy a shirt and send it to tom and he'll wear it on the show <laughs> I'm not Can't saying that. Can't speak for Tom. Yeah, no. And fuck right, the cricket right. didn't say that either. I'm naming this episode Cricket, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that cricket. Oh, oh it's going to drive yeah. me nuts. So, again, sorry, we're going to give you a two-week break. Now, that said, Tom will still be posting some match of the days. He'll be on the social media. So, please still live tweet those sort of things. And if a big, crazy news happens, right, if Tony Khan has to fire the elite, Right, Tom will mm -hmm. jump on a live stream or something, so stay tuned. But, um, but you know, we're gonna take a two week break, right? Got some things to do, some grown up things to do, and we're gonna go handle that business. And in the meantime, you can donate on SpanishNounceTable.net. But for Tim, for Tom, and for the cricket, we'll see you in three weeks. The Spanish Announce Table. <laughs>